specific type of security. Subconscious security. You're talking about dreams. First off, I want to start this episode with a uh, by saying R.I.P. to the brother Chadwick Boseman, uh, aka King T'Challa. Uh, it was a devastating loss there. Uh, just definitely looking forward to seeing what more, you know, what more he had to offer to the, uh, you know, the movie world. It was, you know, just starting to get these big big budget, you know, blockbuster movies, and, man, it was only looking like, uh, you know, uh, I don't even really want to get too much into it, because it's still, I'm still a little sad about it, but, uh, R.I.P. King, uh, but, yeah, this week, we're back, uh, this week's episode is going to be about the Christopher Nolan movie, Inception. Uh, before we get into that, though, I've got a few corrections from last week. Uh, messed up on my my Netflix top five. Uh, left out a movie, uh, so I'm gonna redo it. Netflix top five um, original movies. So these are movies that Netflix made, not movies that are just on Netflix. Uh, so number one is still The Old Guard. Number two, Always Be My Maybe. Like I said, just movies, just cute as fuck. Yeah, really a great movie. Hilarious. Definitely check it out. Uh, number three is going to be Extraction. The one with uh, Chris Hemsworth, Thor. Great movie. You should check that out. Uh, and number four, we've got Bird Box. And number five will be Triple Frontier still. So the only thing that changed is, uh, you know, Knocked one out and threw extraction there in the middle. But let's get in the exception. Uh, Inception. <laughs> uh, it was directed by Christopher Nolan. He's done such films as Interstellar. The Christian Bale-led Batman movies, which are some of the best Batman movies uh, ever made. I mean, I don't think Bale was the best Batman. I'll give that to Michael Keaton. But he definitely had the best movies. So... Uh, he also directed Memento, which is a really good movie. Uh, some of his earlier work, you should definitely go check that out. Uh, and then his, new mo- his newest movie, which drops Monday, which is a weird-ass day for a movie to drop, but look, 2020's been a weird-ass year, so why not keep it going? Uh, but Tenet drops Monday. Uh, it's going to be starring John David Washington, uh, Denzel's son. And uh, also Robert Pattinson from Twilight, who's actually going to be playing the new Batman. Uh, Nolan's not directing that Batman movie, though. But yeah. So I'm definitely excited to go see Tenet. Uh, and that's basically the whole reason why I'm doing Inception. I uh, figured since, you know, uh, Nolan's got a new movie out. Check out one of his older ones before, you know, we go see the new one. And uh, yeah, I am definitely excited. Love seeing new movies, so, yeah. Uh, But Inception stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hardy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Two weeks in a row reviewing a JGL movie. Uh, Uh, Ellen Page. You've probably seen her in Juno 
or if not, uh, if you watch uh, Netflix's The Umbrella Academy, which the second season, oh my god, Netflix really hit it out of the park with that one. Like, uh, I might have to watch it again. It was that good. Uh, Ken Watanabe, uh, he was in The Last Samurai. Uh, he played the, uh, the main samurai uh, opposite of Tom Cruise. And he was also in Godzilla. Uh, the movie also stars Cillian Murphy. He was in 28 Days Later, which is a zombie movie. One of the best zombie movies, in my opinion. Uh, definitely top three, top three zombie movies. Uh, he was also in Red Eye, and he played Scarecrow in the Nolan Batman movies. Uh, and Christopher Nolan, he's like, he's the white Tyler Perry, basically. Uh, without dressing up in, in the wig and shit. But, uh, yeah, it's like... Both of them, if you get in one of their movies, you're going to have a job for life. Because they just reuse the same actors over and over. Uh, I mean, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. I like it. And, you know, it gives people work who probably wouldn't normally get consistent work in Hollywood. So I think it's dope. And uh, keep looking out for y'all people. Especially you, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the movie was released in 2010. Inception had a budget of $160 million. That is a hefty price tag, but it uh, brought in $833.6 million at the box office. Uh, according to uh, Google, Warner Brothers spent about $100 million on advertising, so the film brought in a profit of around $573.6 million, which is a huge financial, financial success for uh, Warner Brothers, and definitely why... Nolan keeps getting these big checks to make these big blockbuster movies. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, has a critic score of about 87%. Audience score is 91%. Like I keep saying, you gotta, you know, kind of take what Rotten Tomatoes says as a grain of salt, but I really think they got it right with this one. I tend to side more with the audience on this one, uh, where I've got it ranked four out of five stars, and that's only because it was too long. I felt like it could have been shorter. You gave it a five out of five. But I, mean, I guess you. <laughs> the movie is so fucking confusing that you really do have to kind of have it long so that you can. I guess you have to, you know, really hammer home what they're trying to do. So that's probably why it's so long because just watching it one time. You're really not going to understand. You'll get the gist of it. Like, you know, of course, they're going in people's dreams. But the last, like, few dream sequences, it's so deep. You're like, okay, so is this the real world? What's going on? Like, how is this guy? Why are they sleeping this one? But this guy's awake. And he was just with them in the last thing. It's, it's confusing. But hell of a movie. Each time I watch it, uh, I understand it a little more. Uh but basically, the movie is about a guy named Cobb, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, he's a thief. He's actually one of the best in the dangerous art of extraction, uh, which is stealing valuable secrets from deep inside people's minds while they dream, uh, when the mind is at its most vulnerable state. Uh, Cobb's skills have uh, actually made him a coveted player in this new world of corporate espionage. Uh, which is mainly what this is used for. The, 
you know, the extraction of people's ideas. Um, you know, they're basically just going in there, stealing people's secrets. Um, you know, a lot of uh, companies will hire cop to do this job so that they can get a edge on their competition. And yeah, but uh, it's also made him an international fugitive and it's cost him everything, including his wife and kids. Uh, now, in the movie, Cobb is being offered a chance at, redemp at redemption by doing this one last job. Um, uh, basically, if he can pull off the impossible, which is Inception, uh, it's never been done before. Uh, now, Inception is a little bit different from Extraction. Uh, Inception, instead of going in and stealing something, him and his team are basically going in to plan an idea. So instead of taking information out of the brain, they're going in um, to someone's head to basically sell them, a, a, sell them on a goal. Um, basically plan an idea that will change this person's way of thinking and alter the way that they're running their company. So still trying to get that competitive edge, uh, you know, so, but it's a little different. Uh, kind of sounds easy enough, like you would think that planning the idea would be easier than, you know, stealing the secrets. Uh, but the dream world kind of mirrors the real world and rich people tend to have a lot of security, just like in the real world, that uh, they have it in their subconscious in this movie. So they'll have like real armed guards. Uh, and normally when you get killed in a dream world, you just wake up. But... The art of inception is so complicated that they have to be sedated uh, a lot more heavily. So if you die in the dream world while you're trying to do, pull this one off, uh, you may never actually wake up. And you'll just be stuck in a limbo like dream state for, you know, it could be years. So, uh, in fact, um, Cobb, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, he... In the movie, it's explained that he's the only person that's ever been stuck in limbo and made it out. Uh, so, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Uh, favorite scene in the movie was the hallway fight scene with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, during this scene, in another dreamlike state, so when they're trying to do Inception, they're just going into like multiple layers of the dream world. So in another dreamlike state... Uh, they're all asleep in a van, and that van is in a car chase. Uh, so all the movement from the van is, in, is affecting the environment uh, in the current dream state that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in. So uh, the hallway that they're fighting in, it's like twisting and turning, flipping upside down, uh, like the floor becomes the ceiling, they're climbing up the walls. It's really dope. It's uh, well shot, one of the probably could be in like the top 10 best fight scenes in the movie ever. Uh, it was really dope. I, I think, uh, I mean, Nolan is known for vi great visual effects, so it's definitely on par for, you know, his type of movies. Oh, trivia about this movie. In an effort to combat confusion, television broadcasts in Japan include text in the upper left corner of the screen to remind viewers which level of the dream a specific scene takes place in. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the movie is so confusing 
that you start to lose track of, you know, what, what's going on, like, where are they at, why, like I said, why is this person awake while the rest of them are asleep, and, you know, they keep flipping back and forth from different dream states, so, that's pretty dope that they do that in Japan, Netflix should definitely add that, or, well, I didn't watch the movie on Netflix, it was on Amazon Prime, but basically, whatever streaming service, or if you own it on DVD, like, that should be an option, Uh, what else? Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, he performed all but one of his own stunts during the fight scene in the, uh, in the spinning hallway. So, he's actually known for trying to do his own stunts, just like, uh, Tom Cruise. And he recently, actually, in Project Power, injured himself on a motorcycle, uh, doing his stunts for that movie. Which is the second time he's done that. He actually injured himself in the Dark Knight Rises uh, riding a motorcycle trying to do his own stunts. So uh, he might want to sit his little ass down because obviously the stuntman life is informed. But hey, more power to him. Definitely makes the film look more realistic because you can get close up shots when the actor's doing their own stunts versus, you know, you got to pull away because, you know. They don't look anything alike, so, yeah. Uh, another little bit of trivia. If you take the first letters of the main characters' names, uh, so Dom, Robert, Eames, Arthur, Mao, and Saito, uh, they spell dreams. So, uh, if you add Peter, uh, Ariadne, and Yusuf, uh, the whole makes dreams pay which is what they do for the Mind Thief. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, what else? There weren't any... I couldn't find any, like, weird or crazy reviews on this one. Typically, every review was people who loved it. Uh, no one really had anything negative to say, so I don't really have anything, uh, you know, any funny reviews for you this week. I'm going to move along to my top five Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Uh, number one is going to be this one, Inception. Like I said, great movie. Uh, I love Christopher Nolan movies. I don't think there's been one that I haven't liked. So uh, this one is, uh, eh, it's it's up there on the top of the list. Number two for Leo is going to be Catch Me If You Can. Uh, that was him and Tom Hanks. That was a really good movie. Uh, number three, The Departed. One of the best mob movies ever. Scorsese, all-star cast, Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Jack Nicholson, uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, Anthony Anderson's even in the movie, Matt Damon, Vera Farmiga, so uh, if you haven't seen The Departed, if you love mob movies, like if you love Goodfellas, Casino, you definitely Definitely need to check out The Departed. It's up there. Top five for sure. Uh, number four uh, for Leo is going to be The Revenant. That was a really good movie. And then number five to close it out, Wolf of Wall Street. Fucking hilarious. I don't know if it was meant to be a comedy, but this shit was a comedy. So definitely want to check that out. Uh, and we're going to do a top five for Tom Hardy. Uh, number one, also Inception. Uh, number two, The Dark Knight Rises. His portrayal of Bane 
My God. I wish they would do a Bane spinoff. I mean, you did a Joker movie. I know it had nothing to do with, like, Heath Ledger's Joker, but I wouldn't mind seeing a Bane or, uh, origin story. Because he really killed that role. Uh, number three, The Revenant. Uh, I guess that's his uh, second time teaming up with Leo. Number four is going to be Mad Max Fury Road. And number five, Warrior. Uh, and then we've got top five for Christopher Nolan. And what a surprise. Number one is Inception. Yeah. Number two, Dark Knight Rises. Number three, The Dark Knight. Uh, number four is going to be Interstellar. And then number five, Insomnia. Now, Insomnia... Uh, I don't know if a lot of people have saw it. It was a really good movie. Stars Al Pacino and Robin Williams. And, you know, a lot of people get upset when I say this. Like, RIP to the man. But I was never, like, a really big Robin Williams fan. I just never really thought he was that funny. He was cool as the genie in, uh, in Aladdin. And, you know, I liked Mrs. Doubtfire, but... Other than that, I didn't wasn't really a big fan, but in this movie, he was fucking phenomenal. Like it was a serious role. Uh, he was crazy, so that was definitely a good one to check out. Um, I'm not sure where you can find it because it's, it's not like a very popular movie. Uh, if you've got a Fire Stick, you know, just go ahead and type that that baby in, and you know, go ahead and stream it illegally. No shame in that. I mean, shit. Yeah. It's 2020. We're stuck in the house, so do your thing. But yeah, that's it for this week's episode of Cue the Review. Of, you know, like I said, RIP to Chadwick Boseman. Uh, I might do a Black Panther episode. Maybe even have my son come in and talk about it because like, he was a huge fan when I say uh, he saw it too uh, that was the movie that introduced him to superheroes and I mean once he saw it he was like fuck the Paw Patrol like I'm all about this superhero life he just walked around saying he was Black Panther doing the Wakanda forever salute for six months after Halloween he just refused to take off that costume he used to cry to wear the costume like we had to hide it from him he still to this day he's five he got some black panther pajamas when he was three he still tries to put them on even though the pants look like shorts and the long sleeve shirt is now a short sleeve shirt on him like it's it's insane but you know uh, that's the uh the impact that uh you know representation has so that's why it's very important to have representation in Hollywood for, you know, black and brown and Asian communities is, you know, not to sound cliche, but white people, you get, they get to see themselves in movies all the time, even in, as characters where they, you know, shouldn't be, uh, you know, in those roles, you know, you got movies like Gods of Egypt, where the entire cast is white. The, the Prince of Persia. There's a fucking movie, The Prince of Persia, which I actually like the movie a lot. 
It's a Disney movie. Uh, but Disney casts all white people as Persians. If you know anything about the world, the Persian Empire was what is like modern day Iran and Iraq. Those people aren't white. White people hate those people. Like, it's crazy. Oh, but uh, enough about that. Uh, next week's episode will be uh, Tenet. Uh, we're going to go see that uh, probably Monday when it comes out. So, you know, probably have a review for that. I might drop the episode like Tuesday or Wednesday. Who knows? So, it'll be a quick turnaround. And, uh, yeah, like, thanks for everybody who's been listening. Like, uh, I'm shocked that I've been getting so many listens this early. Uh, man, like, the first episode is already at, uh, I think, close to 100 listens. And the second episode is approaching 40. And, you know, I definitely wasn't expecting it to uh, get that many so quick. But, yeah, I'll keep uh, doing them. Like I said, if you have any suggestions, any movies you want me to review, hit me up in the comments on Instagram or email me, text me, whatever. You know, just get in contact with me. If you want to come on the show, do the same. Uh, like I said, you know, it's something I do for fun because I really enjoy movies. And, you know, I just want to kind of open people's minds up to movies they might not have ever thought to watch. So, you know. If uh, if I've gotten you to do that, let me know also. Yeah, I think that's really cool because you know, I got a few friends who they only watch movies that uh, let's just say if that movie won't be streamed on BET in the future, they're probably not gonna watch it. If that movie doesn't start off with one of those scenes where it's like uh, you're probably wondering how I got in this situation they most likely ain't going to watch it. So, you know, maybe this will get uh, some of them to open up their minds. Probably not, but who knows. And uh, once again, yeah, like, listen, share, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, stream the podcast, uh, you know, on mute if you don't want to listen. You know, just to support. Yeah, just share the link help me out and uh i'll see y'all next week y'all stay safe out there